It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey everyone, happy new year. Welcome to my show. My name is Cindy Liming and I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. I hope you all had a rockin' New Year's Eve celebration last night. I had an awesome time with just a few friends laughing and having good conversation and bouncing ideas off of each other. I'm feeling really inspired today, which is fantastic. I've always said two of my favorite emotions are winning and inspiration. I've spent most of my life not making New Year's resolutions. Once I became a busy and crabby mom and hating myself, and yes, that's where I used to be, (laughs) and I've clawed my way out. And if I did it, you can too, if that's where you are. But once I became a busy and crabby mom and hating myself and just being really, really negative, I decided that I needed to make lots and lots of changes, which I did, by the way. So fast forward to now, I make goals all the time. And if you're like me and do not make goals, I suggest you try to make and keep at least one. The biggest goal I've ever made and kept was creating this podcast, and that's really huge because I didn't know anything about podcasting. I just listened to them and thought it might be a cool thing to make a podcast, and now here I am, and it feels really good to have had that goal and have accomplished it. It took me two years to put myself out there. What a waste of time. And I don't want to waste any more time. Life is way too short. In this episode, I'm going to talk about three books that are part of my life right now. And if you're not a reader, well, technically only one of them um, is your traditional reading type of book. So don't stop listening. And the other books, um, one of the other books will help you connect with a loved one. And then the last one will help you become even more awesome. I'm super excited to share these with you, but first, I wanted to share my favorite Christmas memory of 2019 with you. So I hope that you guys also had an awesome Christmas, and mine was actually full of ups and downs, which I could totally do an episode on my whole Christmas situation, (laughs) but I'm not going to because part of it was a little bit negative, and that's not what this show is all about. So anyway... One of the many ups, though, was the gift that my eight-year-old daughter gave me. 
Um, so being that she's eight, she's kind of in a bind when it comes to actually buying me something for Christmas. Her older brother who drives could have taken her to the store, but he's super busy and knowing him, it probably he probably never even thought about, you know, taking his little sister to go shopping. Um, and I could have asked my husband to take her, but he lives an hour away. So what's a little eight-year-old to do who knows that the season of giving is right around the corner? And I used to make a point to have someone take her to teach her the importance of giving. So like I would give somebody like, you know, 20 bucks and have her um, have them take her out shopping at Target or something to pick out something for me. But this year, Christmas seemed like it came really fast, and I overlooked it. But this little spunky child of mine taught me a lesson. I've always said when a child gives you something, whether they draw you a picture or hand you a really cool rock that they found while playing outside, it really should mean a ton to you. They don't have money, and they can't drive themselves to a store, so if they choose you to give something to, well, you should kind of feel like a pretty big deal. And I work with lots of children, and I've been given a ton of drawings in my lifetime. Actually, one of my favorite things one of my students gave me this year was um, he made me sushi out of um, pipe cleaners and paper and I found out that um because I did ask him where he got those from got the supplies from and uh apparently he got it because uh he was working he was supposed to be working on another project in a different class which you know I wasn't really happy about but it was really sweet that he made me this and he even put it in like a like a like a container like one of those paper dishes that you might get like if you went to a diner and your fries and your hamburger would come in it like it was like a like a red and white checkered container and he put the sushi in there and um he gave the little sushis um a happy face and put chopsticks in there but um it was really creative so I gave him a lot of credit uh but that was one of my favorite ones but anyway um back to my quick little story here on awesomeness so like think about it a month or two before Christmas what do we do as adults well, we start buying gifts. I always buy online. I cannot stand going to the mall. And then we stress about what to get that person who has everything. And I start to move more money from my savings account to my checking account to make sure I have enough money to buy presents. But my little girl, Haley, she didn't stress. She spent hours drawing me a bunch of pictures she didn't stop there. Some of the pictures she cut into puzzle pieces and then put them into separate Ziploc bags. I have about five puzzles to do. And out of all the gifts I got, this one was the most meaningful. Don't get me wrong. I got some pretty cool stuff that I really wanted, like an exercise bike and an iPad. And I, I, I like them. They're awesome. And I appreciate them very much. And I am so thankful. But this, these cut up pictures from my eight-year-old daughter, they really stole my heart. And since then, I catch myself thinking about, like, what if we were all in that position? So like, no money, no transportation. What would we give at Christmas time? 
I think that whole thought process could really change how we do Christmas as Americans. I mean, what would you give? Maybe yourself? I mean, that would be really all you would have to give. I mean, think about it. Haley gave me herself in the form of drawings and puzzles. How can I give of myself? And would that be good enough? Would it be socially acceptable to give of myself versus stressing over what to buy everyone? I mean, should I even care what is socially acceptable? I mean, this is just food for thought. It's just something that's been running through my head lately. But anyway, that's my favorite memory among many others for Christmas 2019. And I would love for you guys to share your favorite Christmas memory with me in my Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Y-D-D-O-A. Anyway, today I have three bits of awesomeness to share with you, and I'm super excited about it. And I guarantee each one of these books will change your life in a positive way. One of the gifts that I bought my eight-year-old daughter, Haley, is it's a mom and me journal. And this has been so much fun for the two of us. It has journal prompts for both of us to fill out. So for example, we had to write down what makes us beautiful to the other person. So I had to write down why I think she's beautiful and she had to do the same. And here's what she wrote. She wrote, you were born that way. You are always that way. You are beautiful because of what you do. You put on makeup and you look fine. (laughs) And another thing she wrote was um, when we had to talk about our holiday traditions. So we were prompted to write about how our house looks, how it smells, and what makes the holiday season magical. She wrote that our house is kind of dirty, but it looks good. That our house smells like house. And that her family is what made it magical. And then after the part about her family, she wrote, duh, (laughs) next to that. The perspective of an eight-year-old just cracks me up. And I wasn't sure how she would take this because a lot of kids don't like to write. Um, But she asks me if we can fill out our mom and me journal. and, um, And it's definitely made us feel more connected. I really love reading her thoughts. And now we can always remember how she was when she was just eight years old. I would love to have known what I was like when I was her age. And I have no idea because I never wrote any of it down. So if you want to create a cool memory book with your child, this is the way to go. I've also seen some grandparent books um, that grand, uh, that like a grandparent could write to their grandchildren, and um, a couple's journal too. My husband isn't into writing much, probably because he has to do it for a living, but I would love to do it with him one day. Maybe if we ever live together, I'll get it for us. That way I can make him do it. <laughs> but right now we don't live together, so I can totally see me getting this and him not wanting to do it, but then I can't make him. I also didn't think Haley would want to write. Um, Honestly, there's really not that much writing, but um, I got a really cool pen as a gift from one of my students, and she really loves using that pen. Who knew? You could also get like colored pencils or gel pens or markers if you think it would help your child write and use that just for this particular journal. I'll put a link in... uh, to this journal in the show notes, as well as the other grandparent and couples journals that I've found. 
Bottom line, it's so important to write down your memories. One day when she gets older, I know I'm going to cherish this even more. And they're only little for such a short time. And I personally want to hang on to every bit of her childhood. The other book is called 100 Life Challenges. And I really love trying to be as awesome as I can be. And I found this book to be really helpful. Challenges seem like the way to go lately. There's a bunch of different ones to try on Pinterest. So like I've seen like um, like a plank challenge, like somebody put, they made like a calendar and like how many seconds you should do a plank each day and then it gets harder and harder and harder. Um, so I have a bunch of them pinned on Pinterest. And uh, so you can actually get on Pinterest and look up any type of challenge that you want to work on. And it's kind of cool. But I like this book. There's a hundred different challenges. And there's a chart where you can mark off each day when you've completed the task. And there's also a page devoted to each challenge talking about why it's important. For example, I'm doing the first two challenges right now. So I'm trying to start from the beginning and just go straight to the end um, in order. We'll see how this goes. But um, one is the gratitude challenge and the other is the meditation challenge. So there's a page for each talking about why they're important to our well-being. And then there's a chart where you can mark it off like a little, it looks like a calendar chart. Now on the gratitude challenge chart, I'm to write down three things that I'm thankful for each day. Gratitude is so important to your well-being. I devoted an entire episode to gratitude, and you can find that at www.yddoa.com 66. And for the meditation challenge, I'm to meditate for at least 10 minutes a day and mark each day with a smiley face once completed. And I know those of you who have been listening, you already know that I was already doing these things and have been for a while. Um, But I have to admit, I love marking it off. I don't know why, but I get a ton of satisfaction. Plus, the third challenge is to do 10 jumping jacks each day. And honestly, I'm just not ready for that. I was thinking I would do the third challenge, but then when I saw what it was, I just didn't feel like doing it. So each challenge is for 30 days, so maybe in 30 days I'll be ready for those jumping jacks. I definitely like to ease into things. And the last one is a book titled Do Cool, and since I know some of my students are listening, I really don't want to say the last word because it's not a nice word, but it's the SH word. And I know you know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it here. Um, But it's Do Cool Blank by Mickey Agarall. And so far, this is a super awesome book. And I wish that I had the time to sit and read it cover to cover. I literally would never put it down until I finished it. I heard about Mickey on another podcast called Green Dreamer. And I talk about her when I did an episode on my favorite podcast. And you can find that episode at yddoa.com slash 64. And Mickey describes herself, and I love this description. She describes herself as as an entrepreneur, angel investor, and cool S-H-I-T doer. Seriously, I need to revamp my description of myself because I really like hers. But um, I would actually need the life experiences to back it up. But I'm really intrigued by her because she is doing things that she loves and is a risk taker. And she wants to make the world a better place just like me. 
and she's a mom too and um, she's doing all that she ever wanted she loves her life she feels purposeful every day and she's changing the world her book talks about how she has taken risks and how she's dealt with some major setbacks and how she is making all of her dreams come true So if you are interested in any of these books, I will leave links in the show notes and on my website at yddoa.com slash 70. And let's continue the conversation in the Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash yddoa. You could also find me on Instagram at yourddofawesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming. And also, please check out my website for all things awesome at yddoa.com. You'll find all of these deals that I have, resources, and links that I talk about on this show, as well as all of the episodes. So that's yddoa.com. Check it out. So if you're looking to connect with your child, check out the Mom and Me Journal. If you'd like to improve yourself on a daily basis, try the 100 Challenges book. And lastly, if you want to get inspired, check out Mickey Agarol's book called Do Cool Blank. Best of luck to you in 2020. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.